The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Aaron Gordon looks in, throws it off over to Jokic. Two seconds, he's across the timeline from 45 feet. Got it! At the horn! Nikola Jokic carries the Golden State Warriors for the second year in a row. Denver stuns the Warriors with a last-second three-point shot. You're going to see uh, just the most elite defensive teams in the country, game after game, like the top four or five teams. Think about that. Out of 360 teams, the top four or five defensively are in the Big 12. Wow. That's just n- nasty. All I got to say, really, is that the defense, they're going to have trouble. They're going to be real trouble. They're going to have to do something. <laughs> Boy, we coming. We coming. The 24 class coming. To have worked for Coach Venables, regarded as maybe the best defensive coordinator in college football, how much did you learn from a, a guy like that that's had his success? I mean, everything. I mean, he's a you know like a father figure to me, and a great man, and fun to be around. And you know, I try and imitate him and all the things I do because he's been successful. You, you try and emulate and you know, work towards all the you know, the people that you know and you've seen that do it the right way and have been successful. Obviously, you want to you want to imitate those guys and not the ones that haven't. You know, and so I draw from that constantly and he's such a you know just a, a great coordinator great mind and then a great mentor and a coach and he loves his players and loves the people he's with and you know that's something that you you, know, you can't replicate everywhere the success and, and then also the, the way he treats people that's zach alley apparently reportedly the new defensive coordinator at oklahoma welcome back hour two t-row in the morning show on a friday morning january 5 a1 and Turkey Bacon back with you. Porter Moser joins us live next hour uh, to preview his team's Big 12 opener Saturday night. We going to pack the place tomorrow night, Teach? 5 o'clock tip. OU Iowa State, Big 12 opener. We going to pack I the place so. tomorrow night? I hope it's a good crowd. What are you thinking? Yeah. I think it'll be. Seven, 8,000? I think it'll be sold out or close to it. it I think right, if the students right. were back, it would be sold out for sure. Now, they have a, a couple of promotions going on, and one of them is be a student for a day because you can buy like a $5 ticket and sit in the student section or something right. like that. Is it 5 or 10 I think it was it's 5 cheap. I think it's 5 We'll say it's 5 If it's, it's not, good, I think it's, it's a good time. 5 o'clock on a Saturday, it's a good time for a tip, I think. So uh, I think Sooner fans are excited about this team. Uh, should be a great game. I'm, I'm looking here at Iowa State. I haven't started doing my work yet on them, but I know from what Coach Moser said, and having seen them a little bit, I haven't watched them a lot, but this is a carbon copy of T.J. Otzelberger's team last year, which is very, very good defensively, smothering defense, and a great passing team on offense. 
they're let me see if I can pull up their numbers here. They are giving up only 59 points a game, holding opponents to less than 38% shooting. They have forced 250 turnovers in 13 games. That is almost that's almost 20 turnovers a game on average. I was about to say, how many did you just say? They have forced 250 Holy turnovers. Wow. That's in 13 games. Yeah. I mean, they this is one of the best, and statistically in some categories, the best defensive basketball team in America. I think four of the top six are in the Big 12, by the way. So that'll be the challenge tomorrow is scoring on these guys. And I said this yesterday, but when you face a team like this, you cannot live in the half court. You got to get points in other ways. You got to get turnovers that lead to open court opportunities. You got to get offensive rebounds and putbacks. You got to get to the foul line. You got to get to the foul line and get some freebies that way. If you try to score all your points in the half court against these guys, you're going to lose because they are an elite defensive team. Now, Oklahoma's really good defensively, too. So, and much better than they've been. On paper, it looks like a low-scoring game, which means 90 to 88 probably tomorrow night. But uh, they got the Lipsy kid back, the, the point guard who was a freshman last year. He's their leading scorer at about 15 and a half points a game. Uh, Keyshawn Gilbert, uh, really nice off-guard shooting guard for them, averaging about 14. They're balanced. Um Trey King is back. He's at about 11 points a game. Got another transfer that came in. It's about 14 points a game. So they're balanced. They don't have, like, one star. They got six guys that are averaging between 9 and 15 points a game. And um, they're tough as nails. So this will be this will be a big one, or a tough one. But, TJ, it's vitally important in this league to win your home games. Winning on the road is tough. So you got to defend the home floor. OU is undefeated at home so far this year. They're going to play nine conference home games. They got to go like eight and one, seven and two, eight and one at home. Pick off three or four on the road. That puts you in a good place. But you got to defend the home floor. So big time, important game. Should be a lot of fun tomorrow night, five o'clock. I haven't seen that it's sold out. So get your tickets. All right, we got to get to this portal stuff, Teach, because there's a ton to talk about today. Oh, uh, Swiftco Roofing and Construction, TJ. Brilliant job by them sponsoring the transfer portal because it is a not just a daily update. It is almost an hourly update right now. Can be, for sure, yeah. What's going on in the portal. So tell us about Swiftco Roofing and Construction here with us. Over 25 years' experience in every job area. They've renovated over 350 houses, locally owned, locally operated. Um, ask about the Class 4 impact-resistant shingles and a way to save money on your home insurance policy. Brent Swift will personally come look at your home. He owns the company. He'll personally come out. He doesn't hand it off to a bunch of other people. He'll come out and do it himself if you need him to. Full service roofing and construction company, 405-831-8222, Swift Co. Roofing and Construction. All right, I'm just going to go down my list. 
some of these are portals. Some of them are uh, coming. Some are going. Some of them are in uh, NFL draft. I'm just going to go down my list here. Caden Woolard has reportedly committed to OU. We talked about him yesterday. Miami of Ohio defensive end. Nine and a half sacks last year. He's going to be a Sooner. Caden Woolard. You watched any of this guy? Uh, just on what, uh, I don't know if it was Parker who put some film out on him the other day. Looked like he was pretty good, pretty legit. They've uh, heard a couple of people speak pretty highly of him. So, looks pretty good. He, he looks like uh, like an Ethan Downs clone to me. A little bit. 6'4", maybe not quite as bulked up as Ethan. I'm not, like, it's hard to tell. But uh, some similarities there. So some reinforcements on the D-line. Don't hate that. Michael Tarquin's mom changed her Twitter profile to OU yesterday, Teach. So that's a good sign. I think that I, I, I see no other way to interpret that. <laughs> How do people find this? I don't know. God. Offensive tackle from Florida and then USC. Uh, we looked him up yesterday. Remember, we wanted him to be six seven, but he was only six five. But he hasn't he hasn't said anything. That just uh, reports that mom has changed her no reports. She has she changed her Twitter emoji to OU yesterday. So, mom, stay up Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Ole Miss running back. Quinshawn Judkins, in a shocker yesterday, hits the transfer portal. How about this? He's tired Maybe of all the best... these guys coming in. I mean, yeah. Everybody's been flooding into Ole Miss, and now they're losing maybe their best player. You could argue he's been the best running back in the SEC the last two years. This kid is a stud, and he's hitting the hitting the portal while Lane Kiffin's out fishing. Lane Kiffin keeps posting deep-sea fishing photos. Have you noticed that? Uh, that and pictures with his new girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> um, that was a surprise. We'll see where Quinshawn Judkins finishes or lands. Alabama star corner Kool-Aid McKinstry to the NFL draft. The flood of defections from Bama continues. They lost Kool-Aid yesterday. Maybe not a shock. He's really good. He said, I'm going to go make a lot of money with my name and sponsorships. Which I guess he could have in school now, that too. In yeah, never mind. Yeah. It would have... I didn't... I, maybe he did this, but if he didn't, he should have posted like a graphic of him busting through a wall to announce his NFL... Like two people got that. I got it. Alan Bowman has been granted a seventh year uh, at Oklahoma I State. I saw this. I'm like, gosh. I guess you just want to keep playing. I mean, my goodness. He'll be, what, 25 before he enters his next season or just at 25? Little known fact, Alan Bowman actually recruited by Pat Jones to come to <laughs> Oklahoma State. Now, the interesting uh, he note at, here. He was at Tech 12 years ago. He was at Michigan like 10 yeah. years ago. So, geez. 
of note to OU here is Justin Harrington still waiting to hear yeah. from the NCAA about his uh, application for a seventh year. So I would say this is a good sign. I don't know if it's – it can't be a bad sign, right? Uh, Harrington hurt early this season. He's had a rough run of it with injuries. and Sooners hoping to get him back along with all the other vets that are returning next year. That'd be great. So hopefully we'll hear soon on Justin Harrington. All right, I continue, TJ, with the Swiftco roofing and construction construction transfer portal update. Not all these are transfer portal related, but they're, they're comings and goings. Matt Wells, he's been on Brent Venable's staff the last couple of years, the former Texas Tech head coach, the former Utah State head coach. He's on the move. He's headed to Manhattan. Kansas State's new co-offensive coordinator, quarterback coach and associate head coach so he was a he was an analyst basically for venables he'll move on now to kansas state good for him i love matt wells i hate to lose him at ou but this is a step up he's on the staff at k-state he wasn't on the staff here and uh great guy now it does ou related you know he was one of the guys who was helping when OU was on offense and Brent was with the defense. Mm-hmm. This kind of maybe either somebody else is going to move into that role or maybe this goes to the thing we were talking about in the first hour of Brent saying, listen, I got to be, I got to turn the defense over to somebody and concentrate a little more on being head coach. Maybe that's a part of this too. I don't know. Um, Texas, rough 48 hours for Texas teach Jordan Whittington, Jonathan Brooks, Byron Murphy yesterday, all joined Xavier worthy the day before headed to the NFL draft. That is a lot of star power. They've uh, lost in the last two days, still waiting to hear on Quinn Ewers. That's why I say uh, yesterday, that I think there's some drop off there with them next year. That's why the when you put out the odds, I'm surprised that their odds are as high as they are. Um, this was their year to get to to go on the run, and they did. I mean, they made the playoffs, so we'll, we'll see. I know they recruited well, and they do recruit well, but maybe uh, Sark's at that point, and they're just reloading. But I've got to see it first. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of inexperience at mm-hmm. the very least. Right, but right. they have now lost their best two wide receivers, their best running back. Maybe their best player on defense, certainly one of them, in the last 48 hours. And finally, no, 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 not finally. I got two more for you. Will Howard to Ohio State. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that when you brought him up because I thought he had already said he was going to USC, or was that just a rumor? No, I might have said that. I thought he was going to USC. He did visit USC, or Lincoln visited him, and there were reports that that's where he was going to go. Right. But uh, I guess Ohio State scooped in and either offered him more money or made him, or he liked it more, one of the two. So he shuns Lincoln and heads <laughs> to play for Ryan Day at Ohio State. I, I'm just, you know, just based on how he played at Kansas State, shocked that the level of schools that were coming yeah. after him. No, like I, he's going to be the starting quarterback at Ohio State. 
that surprises me. But obviously they've seen something in his skill set that didn't get to flourish all the time at K-State. Um, and then finally, Oklahoma gets a kicker. Yeah, I was thought you were going to go past it. Tyler Keltner uh, was at Florida State last year, was not their kicker last year. Before that, three years at East Tennessee State. The career number's not great, 56 of 74, but uh, has a 54-yarder on his resume. He'll come in and battle. It's Liam, right, that's coming in from Moore, the uh, and and Zach Schmidt, and uh, so there'll be a there'll be a spring and preseason battle to be OU's kicker next year. But add Tyler Keltner to the mix. Very excited, thirteen year old in my house yesterday, came into the kitchen. He goes, "Did you see? We finally got us a kicker." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um, I hope he makes every kick next year. Because that's what's expected of a kicker. You're supposed to do Just that. Just make yeah. them all. What's so hard about that? Uh, I I think we were a little hard on Zach Schmidt last year, to be honest. But were we? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean he missed some kicks, but that's what kickers do. So this guy better come in if he's going to be the guy. And not I don't remember ever seeing. Tyler Keltner miss a kick. Yeah, just I've only watched the, the one 54-yard highlight over and over, but I don't <laughs> remember seeing one, him miss one. That one, that one looked good. So. I, hope so. I hope we have a better year kicking next year and all the other things that we got upset about. I hope they're all cleared up. All right, break time, 721. Back to the text line next. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best. Toby, TJ, back with you. T-Row in the morning show right here on The Ref Worldwide on the KREF app. This hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed. They work uh, in colitis, Crohn's disease, dermatitis, Different arthritis, several different areas of cancer. They think uh, if you think it can help you or someone you know, uh, no cost to participate. Hightowerclinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. When do you you leave for Vegas? I'm not doing gymnastics tonight. Oh. I would have assumed you were competing in it when I heard the name of the event. I was just curious how you were going to do both, that and the basketball game, but... What? Skip out. Well, huh? I feel like that was a shot. Was that a shot at me? Well, I just know how passive aggressive you are, and you fall into that category. I thought they would have asked you to participate. It would have been a smart move by KJ. Are you talking about when I point out the ways you could be a better OU fan? <laughs> that or defend Zach That's Schmidt just or many accurate, other things that you're passive reporting. aggressive with. Well, I agree with you, but why is the Zach Schmidt thing passive aggressive? Um, you don't like people saying he was bad. I don't know. I no. can't figure it out. I didn't say it. I didn't like people saying he was bad. I think we were too hard on him. I think that he was close to had he had close to an average season for a kicker. I I think he could have been better. 
And he missed a couple that hurt for sure. But he was 70% and didn't miss an extra point. I mean, most kickers live in the 70 to 80% range. So he could have, if he'd have made one or two of his misses, he would have been right there on average. So he was a little bit below average. And But he hasn't missed an extra point in his career, which no other OU kicker ever can say that that has his anywhere close to as many of attempts as he has. So I hope they can find someone better. I just, the, I, I feel like the perception of him is that he was terrible. And he wasn't statistically terrible. He was 70% and 124 for 124 in his career on extra points. He was not great. How about that? He wasn't great. He wasn't elite. He was not but elite. No. We really, really, as a fan base, hammered him last year. And, uh, I mean, I think there were some positions that were worse than kicker. That we were more below average at than kicker. You may be right. You may be right. Uh, Meyer Chevrolet text line, Arizona Brooks says, best feel I got from the bowl game is that JFA and Austin, uh, and Austin and Anderson seemed that they had a good feel, kind of like Stoops and Dylan. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Nick had the touchdown catch, which was fantastic. I, I can't remember other than that, how many catches he had, Yeah, but It'll be interesting to see who kind of emerges as as kind of his go-to guy or who he feels comfortable with. I hope that there's a tight end uh, in that emerges. Uh, we didn't get there's a position TJ that was that way underachieved this year for OU and that needs to be a bigger part of the offense. I think will be a bigger part of the offense with uh, Devon Mitchell coming in. I think he's going to be great. He's young, but I think he's going to be great. And they got this uh, transfer portal pickup. Uh, oh, cool name. What was it, TJ? Uh, uh, what was the guy with the cool name that they just got in the portal? Tight end. Oh, like um, Stone Bauer. So Bauer, Sharp. Stone. Bauer Sharp. Bauer Sharp. Yeah, yeah. Bauer Sharp. Um, so hopefully somebody at tight end. Or, or they're they're looking at the kid from Norman, right? Maybe the North Texas is in the portal. Mm -hmm. The Roberts kid can become a security blanket for a young quarterback. Uh, a, a really good tight end can be a great thing. Um, maybe it'll be one of these freshman receivers we saw in game one of the season. He seemed to have a really good feel with Jacquez Petaway. Maybe Petaway becomes a bigger part of the offense next year. So yeah, that'll be one of the interesting things to follow with with uh, Jackson Arnold. Let's see here. Allie has a get-back coach. Boomer. He acts, uh, I was watching a little of the video last night of him on the sidelines, just like Brent Venables. It'll it'll be fun to, to see them on the sidelines together because it is, I mean, he has watched Brent closely, you can tell, and in almost every way has become the next Brent Venables, or tried to. Uh, let's see here. How does Bowman get us? Where did that go? Where did that go? How does Bowman get a seventh year of eligibility, yet we are still waiting to see if Harrison gets his medical year approved? Probably comes Harrington. 
Yeah. Um, oh, it I don't know. Harrington. Maybe they went alphabetically. I don't, I don't know why Bowman's was approved before Harrington's has been ruled on. I'm not sure. Maybe today we'll hear about Harrington. Maybe they're they're in. This is the week they're ruling on seventh years. I don't know. If they uh, if they are hiring Allie and his BV Junior, where do I submit my name for his personal get back guy? Now everybody wants the job. I think he had one, so maybe he's coming with him. Is he I don't coming know. with him? Yeah, part of the deal. Maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, go, Mama T. This says Billy B from the nine one eight. No. Uh, Sooner Steven. Toby, you know you can turn on, uh, comments off on your post, right? Might be worth a shot with every post getting mm. some type of idiotic comment from someone. It seems weak. I don't think it, I don't think it, I can do that. That seems it's it's good radio fodder, right? Oh, it's definitely good for the radio. Yes, I would be yeah. sad if you turn that off because I don't think I could do that. There's some of them that you read and I crack up at, so that would be sad if we missed out on those. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you sure it's not Trey Fajita? Just kidding. Have a great day and weekend, guys. Missouri Sooner. <laughs> oh, no. Now you're going to slip up tomorrow and call him Trey Fajita. Yeah, that's right. If players, uh, <laughs> If players in the portal for OU are not picked up by another team, they can return to OU, correct? They're allowed to. That is up to the coaching staff. Discre- uh, yeah, up to the coach's discretion. So, I know with uh, I think Wee's in that category. Well, he's I got it. he's at Wisconsin, but oh, that's right, he didn't. I, I remember uh, Brent said that with Tawie. If he does, he's certainly yeah, welcome yeah. back. I would imagine that that's a case by case situation. Probably, probably some. I'm guessing here. Probably some were encouraged to see if they can find another place, and maybe wouldn't be as warmly welcomed back, and others they wish hadn't got into the portal and would be soundly welcomed back. I'm not just talking about OU. I'm saying anywhere. So uh, I think that would be a case-by-case basis. This be a student for a day sounded like a great promotion, so I went and got tickets. Now I've got a paper due Monday. I'll be in the library all weekend. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. That's great. That's a great text. <laughs> do you get, uh, if you buy one of the uh, Be a Student for the Day tickets, do you get one of the fat heads to wave around or uh, one of the signs oh, or something? Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Get to dance with uh, oh, Nana. What's her name? Uh, the Dancing Nana or whatever her uh, name is. Sooner Nana. Yeah, Sooner Nana. Right? Sooner Nana? I think so. She's a star. Yeah. Yes, she is. She is. She's got a she, – Sooner Nana better get a good night's rest tonight because she's got a long day tomorrow. <laughs> she works hard, and I assume she'll be at both games. She can nap between games. Nap between yeah, games. Need a it. couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, Alan Bowman, granted his seventh year, also awarded his AARP card yesterday. <laughs> okay. Camo Sooner. <laughs> uh, it's taking a moment to change my thinking about coaches and players moving from OU to a Big 12 team. I suddenly remember... We won't play them next year and go, all right, all right, all right. Oh, no. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> reference. Thank you. Uh, did I literally just hear you say OU fan base might have been a little hard on Zach Smith this year? Really? Come on, Toby. Don't get soft on us now. LOL. Just my opinion. <laughs> just my opinion. <laughs> and the last one here. What a strange hill to die on. The Z- Zach Smith <laughs> Well, 
Yeah. I mean, there's nothing I can say that is going <laughs> to. No, you're not going to change their anything. opinions. No. I, here, here's the other thing I would add. I don't think it helps a kicker. You know what I mean? Oh, I well, think so kicking, much of that's mental. I think kicking is a lot mental. I think he had a below, a slightly below average season last year. And we just crushed him as if it was, as if he was awful. I mean, what, what was he last year? Do you know? I don't know. I don't have it here. What would you me. guess? Three for 27, something like that. Yeah, that's about right. Right. What, like, I know you're exaggerating there, but like, give me a, <laughs> give me a legitimate guess. That's what um, it feels like. The fan base feels you went. 21 of 27. 15 of 21. Okay. He missed six. 15, it would have been 27, but they quit using him at times in games. So. 67 for 67 on extra points. It wasn't that. I mean, that's not elite, but it's. I'll look up what it was in the Big 12. It was an. It was a, a slightly below average season. So I'm not dying on the hill. I hope. I, I hope we have a better kicker than Zach Schmidt next year. Uh, you can be better than he was last season, but. We do we do act like he was like 50-50, right? I mean, we act like he never made a, ki- a kick, and I don't know. I I've, have a little more sympathy to the kid than anybody, I guess, else out there. I feel bad for the kid. So, yeah, I guess I am dying on the hill that <laughs> I feel confident that we have destroyed any possibility that he'll come back and be – a good kicker next year because we've just decided you suck. We don't ever want to see you again. Go kick somewhere else. And I wish that wasn't the case. I wish we could be a little more encouraging because I still he's got a good leg. I think it's possible he could still be a, a good kicker. But you guys have all decided he stinks, so I'm sure you've ran him off. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Here's my point about kickers, and then we'll move on, Teach, unless people want to keep talking about it. Who's the greatest kicker in OU football history? Uh, Von Shaman. Correct. I think that if you ask that to Souter Nation, it would be an overwhelming vote. Why? Because he made the biggest kick big in kicks. OU history. He makes big kicks, yeah. That's what we he remember. He made the 41-yarder to beat Ohio State. That's what we remember kickers for. Yes, without a doubt. Well, you're correct. In big moments, big pressure situations, that's what we remember. Uwe von Schaman, three years at OU, never came close to making the percentage of kicks that Zach Schmidt made last year. He, for his career, was 30 of 48, 62%. He missed 18 field goals in three years. His first year, he was 9 of 14. His second year, he was 14 of 23. His last year, he was 7 of 11. He was 64% in his best season. Zach Schmidt last year, 71%. But we don't know any of that because he made the 41-yarder to beat Ohio State. Right. That's what matters with a kicker. And when you start destroying a kicker's confidence early on, then the moment comes where you need the kick to win a game. 
it's harder for them to do it. Oh, so. he doesn't need to listen to us clowns. I know that's he hard doesn't in need today's to, world. But it's hard to avoid us at this point. It is. I'm hoping for all of our sake, uh, Tyler Keltner comes in or the Liam kid comes in or somebody comes in and takes over the job and has a 90-plus percent year kicking field goals and has a giant leg, and, and we have a great year kicking next year. That's what I'm hoping. We need that. More we than had anything, a rough year this year as a fan base. I just hope they make a, a massive kick in a massive game. As you massive just said. kick in a, to win a game. Yeah. 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 Who's the we, – we, we had a game winner to beat, uh, was it uh, West Virginia – Three years ago, Burkitt should have walked off to beat them, right? Is that the last? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. That's not Ohio State Definitely on the road. I understand it. But the last couple of years, so yeah, you're probably right. I think that was the first. Wasn't that? I'm trying to remember. Wasn't that the first walk off game winner in OU history or something like that? Maybe I'm not remembering that correctly, but. Um, and then Bimber Burkitt went kind of south at some point too. He was. He didn't miss anything, and then he started Kicked missing everything for a yeah, while. Oh, yeah, the burrito. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't need to talk about kickers anymore. <laughs> okay. I think uh, some people getting after uh, you are just messing with you, too. So. What? That never happens. I did uh, think about this yesterday, too, and I this, maybe this is – I'm just asking the question. So there, we brought it up on the show. Yesterday was the eight-year anniversary of the Buddy Heald game at Kansas. Right three overtime game and we talked fondly of it we looked back about how great that game was and everything and i heard some other hosts on the show uh, on the station yesterday doing the same i feel like we remember that game pretty fondly even though oh you lost it right just like we say it was a that was a great game yeah Mm -hmm. why why do you think we remember that differently than the georgia game the rose bowl game I think the passion for football is much more intense. Mm. So there's just anger there, I think. The importance of the game was greater. Yeah. So yeah. instead of it being a fond memory, it's a it's a bad memory. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's differently right. if that was a regular season game. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's uh, you, probably that You right. could probably throw that, you know, Mahomes-Mayfield game into that, so – but that angers everyone. So yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's just the sports, the difference in the sports and how people see it and approach it. Yeah, it's hard to think of an OU football game that they lost that we remember as a great football game. Right, because losses are more devastating, too, in that sport. You can lose yeah. a game in basketball, you know, and still think, whoa, right. that was a great game. And it doesn't right. doesn't uh, you know damage your season too much. Potentially it can in football. So, Yeah, I think, you, I think, that's, I think you've hit it. I think that's probably uh, the correct answer there. Um, yeah, just interesting because there was a lot of talk about the OU Georgia game um, because Bama and Michigan went to overtime, and it got brought up a lot. I rem- a lot of fans were like, "Oh God, not that again!" <laughs> and you know, I'm broken in that regard because I just <laughs> I remember. I, I remember, like, remember oh, calling what a great a gr- game. Yeah, what a great game that was. It was a great game. I went back and uh, somebody put all the highlights on Twitter before the Rose Bowl, like six minutes of highlights, and I watched them all. I was like, "Holy cow, what an incredible football game!" I wish we had won it, obviously, but it was a great game. Um, basketball tonight. You got a couple of pretty good games tonight. You've got. Uh, Fourth-ranked UConn at Butler. Ninth-ranked Illinois at number one Purdue tonight. 
That's a good one. Big Ten always has like a marquee Friday night game before their Saturday slate. So if you're home tonight, a couple of good college basketball games. Uh, tomorrow, here is your first Big 12 slate. Remember, Porter Moser joining us live at 815. 1 o'clock, TCU at Kansas. Worth watching because those are OU's next two opponents. They are at TCU next Wednesday night, at Kansas next Saturday. 1 o'clock, West Virginia at Houston. Kelvin Sampson's team, one of three remaining undefeateds in America. They're 13-0. and They're ranked number three. 2 o'clock, OSU and Baylor in Stillwater. 5 o'clock, UCF goes to K-State. Of course, OU plays at 5 against Iowa State. Then tomorrow night, Texas and Texas Tech in Austin at 7 in the Moody Center. Both teams are 11-2. And And late night, 9 o'clock tip out in Provo. First Big 12 games for both these teams. BYU hosting Cincy. I don't know how much of this game I'll see, TJ, because you got the Colts and Texans game tomorrow night as well. So I'll probably be locked into that. But... This is ESPN2 game, so I can go back and watch it, I guess. I'm interested to watch BYU. I haven't seen them yet. And they're 12-1 and and ranked number 12, and I think their net ranking is number 2. You know what BYU was picked in the the preseason? I think I'm right about this. 13th, I think, out of 14. I think OU was 12 and BYU was 13 in the preseason Big 12 ranking. I was going to say 11. I couldn't remember if they were just before or just after. So, yeah, you they might were right, right there with them. They were way down there. They were way down. Yeah, you're right. So, I don't know if they're legit or, uh, you know, have had kind of a weak non-con. And once they get into Big 12 play, they're going to be exposed. Cincinnati's pretty good. I don't know if they're good enough to beat BYU on the road, but I'm eager to watch both those teams, but especially uh, BYU. So that's your first Big 12 slate tomorrow. Other top 25 games of note around the country, uh, North Carolina and Clemson, a couple of top 20 teams there will play at 11 a.m. in Clemson. That's a good game early tomorrow. Kentucky goes to Florida. Uh, Auburn and Arkansas, if you're a Sooner fan, you're a Razorback fan the rest of the season. You want that win over Arkansas to be as as good as possible. They're in Fayetteville tomorrow, and they got a top 25 Auburn team in town. Wisconsin and Nebraska, I don't know if you've noticed, but Nebraska's got a squad this year. Uh, they they just beat Indiana by like 30 in the midweek. They're 12-2. and two. They're at Wisconsin tomorrow. Ole Miss at Tennessee. Ole Miss undefeated on the road at number 5 Tennessee tomorrow. Duke goes to Notre Dame. Arizona hosting Utah. A couple of future Big 12 teams. And uh, that's about it for the uh, good showdowns tomorrow. So the first really big conference Saturday of college basketball on deck for us. Friday morning, 7.51. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app. Toby and TJ back with you. It is the T-Row in the Morning Show. High Tower Clinical brings you this hour. No cost or insurance needed to participate. 
Patients are compensated for their time. Several locations you can look into in the area, including coming soon to more, Hightowerclinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Mike says, Toby, I love the show and listen religiously. Question. To what extent have you fashioned your radio commercial voice to Will Ferrell's impersonation of Harry Carey? I noticed it the other day, and I can't unhear it. Hmm. Huh. I've never been told that before. I've never noticed it before. I don't think you do. So he's do saying commercial Do you have a commercial voice. in the queue there? Um, I can find one real quick. You just cut the basketball spots, right? Yep. Right. Let's see here. Load that up. I don't think you do it all. Like, maybe I'm going to hear something differently when I hear this. Yeah, maybe uh, so. Let's see. Big 12 Conference play is here, and the nationally ranked Sooner Men's basketball team is primed to make the move to March. The Iowa State Cyclones come to town for the final time as conference foes on Saturday, January think? 6th at 5 o'clock. Um, I don't hear it at all. It, now, Mike, if you're talking about maybe the new ortho commercial you cut, but it's supposed to be a little silly where you're acting like you're introducing a lineup of doctors. Yeah. yeah. So maybe there's something in that one. But otherwise, I've never noticed it or huh. heard it. So he'll have to explain what he heard that he can't unhear it now. So because I don't hear it. I don't think you. Yeah, I'm sure there's times we've acted goofy with things or on a promo or something that maybe uh, you could pick up some Harry Carey sound. To answer, is it Mike? Yes. To answer Mike's question, uh, none. I've never thought about that. So, but now, yeah, you're going to be running. It's going to be in, in your head. head. Hi, everybody! Come on out. I don't <laughs> intentionally have any kind of different voice for anything. One, a two. I do think sometimes when you get, I mean, I'm behind a microphone now, but this is a more relaxed setting. There's sure. a difference between just talking to TJ and broadcasting a game. But I don't intentionally try to go into any kind of different voice or anything. I don't think anybody does. Break time, top of the hour, 8 o'clock. Porter Moser joins us live at 8.15.